Welcome to the Intuitive Mindset Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, and I will be with you every single week discussing all things intuition, mindset, movement, meditation, and so much more to transform your life and up-level your vibration. Welcome to episode number five of the Intuitive Mindset Movement Podcast. My name is Crystal and I am your host this week and every single week. This week we are talking all about self-sabotage, what it is, what it looks like, and how to overcome the self-sabotage cycle so that way you can start living the life of your dreams. You're able to breathe and rest easy knowing that you are able to overcome self-sabotage. Now, being able to overcome it doesn't mean that it's always going to be gone. You know, sometimes we do backtrack and sometimes it does sneak back up on us to the point where it's like, okay, I understand what's happening right now. I I can recognize this pattern. Let me take a step back and really figure out why this is coming back up again. And being able to look at it from an outside perspective so that way when it does come up, you're not staying stuck in that cycle. A lot of times what happens with self-sabotage is that, you know, we get stuck in this cycle and it's on repeat over and over and over again until we realize what is happening and then we're able to overcome that cycle so that way we can break it and break free um, from the, the, the cycle. Now, a lot of times... We don't even recognize that self-sabotage is really happening because it comes in so many different forms. So let's start from the beginning. Basically, you know, self-sabotage, it is when we are pretty much destroying ourselves, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally. We're like deliberately hindering our own success and well-being and really, you know, undermining our own goals and our own, you know, um, path and our own values. It is something, it's like a negative um, spiral, basically. And it all comes from a negative mindset. And I work a lot with my clients when being able to change their mindset to change their life. Because once you change from a negative mindset to a positive mindset, you start to really see the self-sabotaging behaviors. And you're like, oh, I now understand why this is happening. So, Self-sabotage is, you know, it is behavioral dysregulation. Um, either you know, you know it consciously or unconsciously, really depending on, you know, how aware of it you are. A lot of times, like I said, a lot of people are unaware of the fact that they are in this self-sabotage behavior. So, you know, 
for example, uh, when you have a goal of, let's just say your goal is to, you know, clean, let's just say you have a goal of cleaning your house and you are like, okay, today is Wednesday. I am going to clean my house tonight. It is my goal to clean my house before I go to bed. But then when it comes to actually doing the cleaning, you decide, okay, well, I'm just going to binge watch TV instead. And so then it creates this pattern of like, okay, I can't trust myself because I set this goal and then I went and did, you know, something else instead, which was actually pretty negative because you're just sitting there and you're binging this TV show and when you could be watching and when you could be, you know, cleaning your house because you had that goal, right? And then so then it ends up making you feel bad because you ended up not achieving the goal that you had set. So then it makes you feel like you can't even trust yourself when it comes to setting goals, right? So that is a conscious self-sabotage. Unconsciously, self-sabotage is like when you have um, a personal goal or value um, and it's been undermined but not initially recognized um so for example someone that is afraid to fail right they might wait until the last minute to work on a project i know that that was me when i was in school i always waited until the day before an assignment was due and then I would rush, 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 rush. And I honestly, like it was like the worst, um, it was the worst feeling of like, okay, this should have been taken care of a long time ago. And like, I even like would, I even knew when the project was due. I like had plenty of time, but it would always come down to the fact of like, okay, I would rather do it last minute because I had other things that I could like occupy my time with, like working out or going out or, you know, whatever it is that I wanted to do. And let's just be honest, uh, chronic, self-sabotage ends up depleting our drive and motivation so then it ends up leaving us feeling sad anxious fearful damaged um and so much more which is why it's important to break through the cycle of self-sabotage really work on it get to the root cause of what's going on and understand that Yes, these things will come up from time to time as you move through it, but it doesn't have to be this end-all, be-all cycle that you're constantly stuck in. So when I first start working with clients, a lot of times, well, most of the time I'm working with just women. 
I have a better relationship with them um, because I have gone through the same things that they're dealing with. And a lot of it is a lot is mental, right? A lot of times we are built up to be feeling like we are just not good enough all the time, 24 seven, 365. Like it just doesn't stop because we're constantly told from outside sources that we're just not good enough. And so when we have this mindset of not being good enough, not being worthy, um, you know, also it does stem from, you know, our upbringing. So if you experienced that when you were growing up, you're going to experience it a lot as an adult because it's these underlying things that have been wired into your brain that we just don't realize have been wired. So we start working together and a lot of times, you know, these women are beating themselves up because they're like, I don't look good. I'm ugly. I'm fat. I, you know, my skin's sagging or I, you know, want to eat healthy, but I can't eat healthy. You know, it's all of, it's really a lot of negative self-talk. And in order to change that, and, and to be honest with you, it's all self-sabotage um, because, you know, it's, a, it's that negative mindset towards yourself. Um, and you're kind of destroying your own self-esteem and you're destroying how you really feel and like, you know, you're not able to love yourself. So anyways, the first thing that I do when working with these women is I help them get to the root cause of why they feel they are not good enough, they're not worthy, etc. We talk a lot about their mindset and where it's all stemming from. And and then we work on changing the negative talk into something positive. And that is where we mainly start before we can even get to the weight loss and, you know, the exercise we have to really dig deep into the underlying wounds that are there all because of self-sabotage behaviors and in all reality a lot of people don't realize because it's unconscious it's not something that they're like oh well this is coming up because you know this happened when i was a child nobody really thinks about it like that um they can't really explain a lot of times where it stems from until i start asking questions to try to get to the root cause so when we uncover where all of it comes from then what we do is we flipped we flip the story we create a whole new story and we do this through journaling and just reprogramming and meditation and breath work and all of that sort of stuff to really start to feel like they are worthy in order to be able to lose the weight. It's all, it's all about mindset. So here are some behaviors that 
are self-sabotaging behaviors. And maybe these are things that you've never considered when thinking about, you know, self-sabotage. Um, it's, you know, honestly letting those negative thoughts that spiral out of control. Um, there's disorganization, indecisiveness, um, you know, the negative self-talk. There's also, um, you know, using mindless distractions such as, you know, uh, binge watching TV, surfing the internet, scrolling through social media, um, internet shopping, <laughs> counter, being counterproductive, um, uh, and using destructive behaviors. So like excessive drinking, drug abuse, um, gambling, self-injury, overspending, um, avoiding behaviors that, you know, keep you stuck in these cycles. Um, they're all things such as procrastination, tardiness, uh, pretty much giving up when it feels like it's getting hard. You just pretty much give in, um, not being assertive, just like fears of all sorts of fears, <laughs> fears of everything, being afraid of the future, being afraid of progress in your personal life, being afraid of commitment, afraid of change, afraid of failure, afraid of everything, right? So all of these are self-sabotaging behaviors. What can we do about these self-sabotaging behaviors is something that you're probably asking yourself. Well, that's a great question. Like I said um, before, we, you know, you can rewire the brain, positive self-talk, you know, you can start to journal. Um, a lot of times I work with clients on automatic writing and seeing what's co what comes up, helping to self-regulate um, can help with that, you know, doing a different, like, sitting down and actually writing out like what are some triggers that come up when you notice these self-sabotaging behaviors happening, um, practicing acceptance um, and accepting certain situations that may be a little painful or emotional, but also like being able to work through those emo emotions, right? Also stop being so hard on yourself and just really practicing that self-compassion, really allowing yourself to feel all of the feels and just know that this kind of behavior is okay um, to an extent and that you're working through it and that you don't have to feel bad about working through this behavior. Meditation and breath work is also like huge to help with self-sabotage because it helps you to be get grounded. It helps you to get present so that way you don't have these spiraling thoughts and it helps you to be centered and get back on track. So those are some ways, you know, to kind of overcome self-sabotage. Now, you're probably wondering, you know, why, why we would self-sabotage. Why does self-sabotage happen? You know, honestly, self-sabotage is a biological response necessary for survival sometimes. According to Dr. Judy Ho, who is the author of Stop Self-Sabotage, 
Um, basically, she talks about this aspect of being this biological response that, you know, she takes Kurt Lewin's approach avoidance conflict to explain, you know, that our goals end up having both these positive and negative aspects, and then it creates these competing forces. The approach dynamic um, basically is initiated by, you know, you're setting these goals, um, which releases the dopamine. And then the avoidance dynamic is initiated by avoiding the threat. Basically, it means, you know, that includes all of the physical and, um, you know, psychological threats or perceived threats, um, such as change. And so then these self-sabotage behaviors occur when the desire to reduce the threats exceeds the drive to reach the goals. Um, so that's one way that we can look at why we self-sabotage. There's another way that is considered what what is considered modeling, right? And this stems from childhood models and patterns. This is kind of like what I talked about earlier. It basically is when you know you're you're seeing these behaviors modeled by parental figures or your parents or any adult in your life, people that have lacked confidence to succeed, um, the parent who consistently like warns the child to be careful at the playground um, may actually cause the child to internalize the world is unsafe. And so therefore, you know, it creates this self-sabotaging behavior Although it may not seem like it at the time when the parent is doing it, it ends up creating the, that cycle for that child. So then, therefore, exploration is deemed as unsafe and it has to be avoided. So that's another way that these things are created. Um, and we don't really realize that when we're raising children or helping to raise, you know, our nieces and nephews or, you know, what have you. So we have to be careful when we're dealing with these sort of situations. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like a adult to a child. It could also be adult to adult interactions um, on a regular basis. Another way is rejection or neglect. You know, when we are growing up, a lot of times Parents don't know how to regulate their emotions, which causes a lot of trauma. Um, it also um, causes us to feel rejected or neglected. And this can cause low self-esteem, negative self-image issues, which is what I deal with with my clients. Um, and this can, you know, push us into that self-sabotage cycle, especially in personal relationships. And it like creates this want for us to escape this further vulnerability or rejection. Like we don't want to feel rejected, right? Who wants to be rejected? Who wants to feel like they're neglected? Nobody. But if we experience that on a regular basis growing up, this is what could happen. 
There's also this feeling of, you know, link, linking, you know, fear of failure and fear of success that can create a self-sabotaging cycle. Um, it's that inner critic that we have. It creates these insecurities and self-limiting beliefs that end up surfacing and you're like, whoa, where did that come from? And it creates that self-sabotage cycle. So then, you know, it's like it, it causes these dysfunctional habits that end up coming up and then it ends up creating this this fear and anxiety in us of like, okay, well, I'm going to fail or, you know, I'm, I'm too afraid, you know, to move forward because this is what is going to happen or this is what could happen. And then you, it, you just continue with that, you know, consistent cycle playing over and over in your head. So we consistently, (laughs) do self-sabotage, uh, because it's like, you know, the thought is what gets rewarded gets repeated, right? So sabotage ends up filling this void uh, of some kind that, that we have, and then it creates that cycle of destructive behavior. So in order to break the cycle, we have to discover the void. And that is what is going to help you overcome that self sabotage and get out of that cycle. Self-sabotage can come up in relationships as well. It doesn't necessarily have to just be with you. Now, obviously, we have many relationships in our lives, and this can come up looking as, you know, choosing people that are not that are not compatible with us, you know, always picking fights, refusing to fully commit, um, you know, setting unrealistic expectations, always, always mistrusting someone, you know, losing yourself in the relationship. All of these are signs of sabotage that need to be worked through because in order for your relationship to be successful, you cannot bring all of this into the relationship because it's just really going to put the stress and strain on it, right? And in order to recognize it, you have to take a step back and be like, okay, well, this is what's happening and this is why it's happening. So making sure that you're really getting to the root cause of your self-sabotaging behavior is going to help you be more productive when it comes to working with people, to getting into relationships, into your career, all sorts of areas of your life. Taking that time to really reflect and understand why this cycle keeps coming up and how to break out of it. And then if it comes up again, you've already worked through it before. So it should be a little easier for you to break through it again. So I hope all of this information has been helpful. I know it is a brief episode and um, it's not super in-depth, but it does give you those key pieces to look for and how to overcome 
self-sabotage, especially when you're starting to recognize the pattern and why it's coming up. So some key takeaways are when you recognize these self-sabotaging behaviors, take a step back and, you know, really start to analyze why is this happening? Why does it keep happening? What can I do to improve the situation? And that sort of thing. The, the, modalities that I use with my clients are journaling. Journaling is huge because it allows you to get your feelings and emotions out on paper. It allows you to see exactly what's coming up, uh, really getting into a meditative state and, and getting a good meditation to help you work through the subconscious um, fears that are coming through when it comes to self-sabotage. Also, um, another technique that I use with my clients is something called the mirror technique. This technique actually is where you're talking to yourself in a mirror. I know it sounds crazy, but it actually works um, because you're actually able to look yourself in the eye. I mean, the first couple of times it's very uncomfortable. Sometimes people get very emotional and that's how it's supposed to be because a lot of times we can't even look ourselves in the eye. And so once we start to recognize that, pattern, then we can overcome that as well. Um, and then another good activity that you can do, you know, just really practicing that self-compassion like I talked about earlier in this episode. So that way, you know, you can really stop criticizing yourself for doing certain things, but just know that you're taking your time to work through it and that you're going to get through it and that it's not always going to be the same thing over and over again and that you don't have to live that same story. Recreate the story. You can even write out a new story instead of reliving the same thing over and over. Again, I hope all of that helped and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I look forward to talking with you all next week. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. Next week, join us as we talk about what is tarot and if there's any truth behind it. It is the art of storytelling and I cannot wait to share it with you.